Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 323 of the Drunk Testers Podcast. And as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Hey, Tyler. Man, it is finally that time of the year, E3. Mm-hmm. I am so freaking excited it's here. But uh, at the same time, I'm kind of disappointed that so far the press conferences and what's been unveiled have not really lived up to expectations so far <laughs> no yeah it, it's it's yeah it's like it's christmas for gamers every year um either it kind of like christmas because we just see all the shit that we want to buy we can't buy yet um yeah but um yeah it's it's definitely been a it, it feels like across the board for everybody like there's been stuff here and there like everybody likes but it's not been the same kind of e3 that we're used to um but yeah, I agree. It's it's been lackluster. This was good stuff, but yeah, they're like not been like we're used to. I, like I'm definitely like don't wrong. Like it's still E3. It's still awesome. There's still been like that cool shit, but uh, not hitting the bar that we're, we've been we've been spoiled the last few years for E3s. Um, I feel like everybody's gotten better with press conferences, especially with pacing and things like that. Like you think of some of the older ones that were like two plus hours or just even though we're yeah. an hour, hour and a half. It's just like these are awful. They're just dragging on and on and. The pacing's been better. Like, yeah, you like I'm bored of this game, but in three minutes, they'll be on to the next shit. Um, it's been a very uh, millennial pace. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we're back um, doing our sixth time, seventh, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, seventh E3 coverage for us. Um, <laughs> seventh year in a row, dude. Yeah, yeah, I mean, our first episode was covering E3 2013, so. That's very true. Um, well, the first one that we released, anyways. But, um yeah, so uh, we are back. We're going to work tonight because uh, we're, we're going to record. Uh, this is Monday night. We're going to record a, f- uh, a few episodes tonight and then uh, the rest tomorrow. Uh, tonight we're covering Microsoft, uh, Bethesda, and Ubisoft. Uh, those mm-hmm. will obviously, I mean, I guess if you're listening to this one, uh, they'll all be released um, late Monday night, um, throughout Monday night, and early Tuesday. And then uh, well, tomorrow night I'll, I'll do the, uh, we'll do Square Enix. Nintendo, and we'll cover anything else. Uh, what is it? Is it just Square Enix and Nintendo that are left after that? I think it's just Square Enix and Nintendo that's yeah. left after that. And then we'll cover those. <laughs> those come out Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, and then um, we'll uh, have like our, our best and worst of E3 conversation, and that will release later in the week. Um, but yeah, that's kind of our plan. Uh, so I guess we, we got a lot to cover tonight. So let's uh, just for us go ahead and jump right into the first. Actually, before we get to Microsoft, uh, we're going to yeah. go in order of which they happen. Um, we, um, I watched a little bit of the EA's play. Um, I checked out the Devolver Digital. Anything for you that you want to talk about before we jump into Microsoft? Um, let's see. Honestly, the only thing I really saw of the EA press conference before I got bored to death and just turned it off, I just basically watched that Star Wars trailer, which it was all right and stuff. You know, gig, you know, Greg Miller going through covering the stuff. It was okay and stuff. I realized he had to do some last-minute stuff, but... Uh, it's kind of funny that was just seeing the reaction from like the chat when like Greg Miller or something just pops up on here and stuff, and people are not used to how his style is. Yeah, because quintessentially, you and I both know is like he can be very abrasive. He can be very like this and that. I mean, that's just him. He's usually excited. He loves games, and so a lot of it was just like poking to and from like of uh, Greg Miller, the presenter and stuff. But game wise, I thought that uh, you know that Star Wars game it was all right. But uh, we didn't really see... I thought it was not kind of represented well when it was first introduced, the gameplay and stuff. Not like in the Microsoft press conference. But uh, let's see. What? Oh, nah, that's just pretty much it. 
Yeah, um, I'm the same way. I watched the uh, Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen. What was it Jedi Fallen or Fallen? I don't know, whatever. Anyways, Fallen Order. Right. Uh, yeah, I watched the gameplay for that. I checked out the mad stuff. The rest of it was just, eh, it was there. Uh, I agree with you. There wasn't really anything worth talking about. Devolver Digital I checked out. wasn't. I talk about their games always look really cool to me, and then I just never end up really liking them that much. So, um, uh, yeah, there wasn't really anything that stuck out for me in that one either. Um, so I guess that was quick. We'll go, we'll go, with, go to Microsoft now. Um, so what we're going to do is I, I tried my best to take notes of everything, of the stuff that happened during each press conference. I'll run through them real fast, and we'll discuss our thoughts on them overall. Um, so Microsoft started off. It started off with Bethesda, um, not Bethesda, Obsidian's. Um, who used to publish games for Bethesda, or used to you know, develop games for Bethesda. Uh, their game, Outer Wilds, uh, which looks like a um, uh, kind of like a more colorful Fallout game, uh, is coming out uh, October 25th. It's going to be on everything, but it's going to be on Game Pass for Xbox. So if you have Game Pass, it's on there for, already. Uh, Ninja Theory right. uh, announced their first game called Bleeding Edge. It's a 4v4 third-person shooter. Oh, sorry if you hear the motorcycle mm-hmm. in the background. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no they problem. A, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, but he, they have an alpha coming out for it, uh, it I believe, in July. That's what they said. I forgot to write that down. Right. But uh, there's, there's, there's an alpha you can you can sign up to be involved in. Uh, then uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisp comes out February 11th. We got a new trailer for that, so that's coming out next year. Minecraft Dungeons is out in spring 2020. Uh, we got another trailer for Star Wars Fallen Order. Uh, this one, I think, was a, a big shock for people. Uh, Blair Witch um, is out August 30th. Um <laughs> I thought that was Outlast 3 when they started showing it. A lot of people thought yeah. it was Outlast Lake 2, but it turned out to be a Blair Witch game. Uh, there was really there was a little bit of gameplay shown. It looked like a, it had some narrative to it. It wasn't like... Some people were thinking it was like that Dead by Daylight, but it looks more like a... Kind of like an Outlast type of game with a narrative to it. Um, then I think the biggest shock to everybody still at E3 is Cyberpunk 2077 uh, <laughs> had a trailer. But not only did it have a trailer... Uh, John Wick, a.k.a. Keanu Reeves, um, is involved in the game. I think everybody lost their fucking minds. Uh, and that game is coming out April 16th of 2020. Uh, then we had a bit of a montage. Uh, Battletoads was shown off. No release date. That's what's coming out this year, but there was no release date for it. Um, Legend of Right is coming in 2020. Uh, excuse me. Xbox Game Pass is on PC now, um, if you want if you want to get involved that. They announced a, thing called, a new thing called Game Pass Ultimate. I don't know if it's new, but it's the first time I heard of it. And it's their make. I've, I've heard yeah, a lot it's of the new. Is it new? Okay, um, it's new. All right, so it's fifteen dollars a month, and that gives you uh, Xbox Game Pass, uh, Xbox Live Gold, and uh, Xbox Game Pass for PC as well. Um, and they have a deal right now for you can like go for for a month. You can sign up for one month. You get a you get the first month for a dollar, and then uh, if you already have a previous account for anything, um, you, you can you can sign up for it, and it can like convert your stuff over. So like. Uh, today I went because I, I, I during Black Friday I bought a for thirty for sixty bucks I got um, a year of Game Pass and a year of Xbox Live Gold already uh-huh. and I had it I had it till almost I think it was like November or December I had it. Um, well, that's basically I bought it for sixty bucks, but typically those things are ten dollars a month, so one hundred twenty bucks. So I went in and right. I converted it, and they'll credit your account and add that to your time. So nice. I was paying to them I was paying twenty bucks a month for the service. Well, now I'm paying 15, so now I don't have to pay for it until April of 2020. So if you there already, you so just because I was confused about it, a lot of people were asking questions, and I, I, I just looked it up, and this is what uh, you get. So if you already have both, you sign up for you don't pay, you're not paying month to month, but already have both for a long term. Um, you can do that, and they'll they'll do that for up to 36 months. So if you nice. for three years, um, so I, yeah, it's awesome. I went from have to buy a, a new thing for, for both in December, now I have to pay for any of it till 
April. Um, then announced was a new flight simulator game, uh, which is actually a fun fact. Justin's game of the show so far. Um, <laughs> we've been texting back and forth so a little bit about it, about E3. Um, Age of Empires 2 is getting a remaster. There, there was no game uh, timeline was coming out. Just was announced. Uh, Wasteland 3 got a trailer. Uh, Double, Double Fine Studios was bought by Microsoft. Uh, then we mm-hmm. got a Psychonauts 2 trailer. Uh, but that game is still coming everywhere, but it'll be on Game Pass um, when it comes out as well. So if you're to have Game Pass, you have that. Um, so, yeah, that is a thing. Then we had announced Lego, um, uh, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, which is going to cover all seven of the Lego or the uh, seven mainline um, uh, Star Wars games. That's coming out in 2020. Uh, Dragon Ball Kara Cat is coming out early 2020. It's a, it's a <laughs> Dragon Ball. Um, did I say that right? No. <laughs> no. How do you say Not it? in the least, man. That was pretty funny. It's not like carrot. Carrot cat? Anyway. Karataka? <laughs> no, no, no. You're going to think, you're not going to believe me when I do say it's actual like a name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, God. I laughed so hard that fucking cough. <laughs> anyway. I killed Gables. <laughs> okay. So basically, what the name is is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Kakarot? Yeah, you're lying. No, that, I'm not that... lying. <laughs> That's what it's called, Kakarot. I don't. I don't believe you, Gables. <laughs> Kakarot. What? Well, here's the thing. You know how, like in uh, the show, the main character's name is Goku. <laughs> yeah. Well. The thing is, since he's part Saiyan and stuff, his actual name before he went to Earth was named Kakarot. <laughs> Kakarot? Yep. This is... This is... God, this is why I hate Dragon Ball. <laughs> just because of a name like that. You... <laughs> this is, It just adds to the reasons why I hate it. Just when I started to not hate it as much, this happens. Oh, oh Lord. Oh, my God. You and anime is just pretty funny. <laughs> Anyways, it's it's a open world RPG, I think, uh, in the Dragon Ball universe. Um, then we had a game called Twelve Minutes. Uh, that's coming soon. I guess it's coming early twenty twenty. Um, it's like a top down game. It takes place in a room, like where the uh, someone breaks in, a wife keeps killing. Our wife is getting killed by somebody, and you go through this loop over and over again, and you're trying to, like, as a husband, trying to save her. Right. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah. Um, then we had Way of the Woods, which is, like, a, a game with a baby deer and a deer. And it looks like a cool art style. It looks like very much like a Tyler game. Uh, that is coming uh, in 2020 as well. That's going to be on Game Pass. Um, then next up we had... Um, we had Gears Five was was shown off. That is coming out on September fifth. But if you um, get Game Pass Ultimate, like uh, I just signed up for, and like you can, um, you get it four days early. You get the Ultimate Edition, so you get it on September first. Um, but they, they, they didn't really show any. They didn't show any gameplay. They announced a new uh, like a new like Horde mode type thing you can do. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Um, and there was like a like a trailer, but there was no gameplay. Uh, then they announced a new Xbox Elite controller. Like I think it's like Elite Two Point or something like that. Yep, um, or something like that. Elite two or whatever the hell it was like a the second version, like a version two. Yeah, so that's coming out. It's it's one hundred eighty bucks. I don't remember. When, I don't remember if they gave a date. But... Ooh, that's even more than the, what they were charging for the first. Yeah, I think that one's like one fifty. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, so 
they announced that Terminator is going to be in Gears. I think he's going to be in like the multiplayer and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's that's coming to it. I guess that's going to be the first of many. But also, then we had next we had Dying Light two uh, that's coming out in spring next spring. Uh, so we got some. It was no. I don't think there was any gameplay for that one. It was just kind of a story trailer. Um, then Forza Horizon four, which I was kind of shocked. If I was waiting for the next Forza game. Um, there's so many though. I honestly thought this was the next Forza game for a while. That it was a Lego game. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but it's actually just. Oh God, that was fucking super weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so there's Forza. They're not. They're skipping Forza this year. I didn't know if that was. A, they already said that before or not. But I, I had known it. Um, but that is. Uh, we're getting a Lego expansion, which comes out on June 13th. So I think that's Friday. I, I believe that's free as well. I don't know if I can't remember if that was free or not. Um, then we had a Gears Pop, which is the fucking pop little mini guys you can buy uh there's a gears game coming in fact they announced it last year um you they said the pre-order is coming soon um it looks like it's kind of generic it looks like a horde mode on your phone type of thing but it's really just like a tower defense looking game um right. then state of the k2 has a has a little, little dlc pack coming or uh, expansion dlc whatever you want to call it called heartland that is out now um that is free for people that um, but it's on on with have game pass for our own state of the k2 uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 is coming out in spring 2022, Xbox One exclusively, which, fun fact, I didn't know this, but they said that Fantasy Star Online 2 was coming to the consoles in the West in 2012. They did. So They did. Yeah. I remember seeing that tweet, yeah. and it didn't come to the West for, like, seven years? <laughs> yeah. Eight, at that point, it'll be eight years. It basically missed two generations. It missed the end of one and missed two whole generations. Um yeah, because that was basically like a, a PlayStation Vita game, I want to say. Yeah. In Japan. Well, I know it's a. I think it's a popular like PC game too, isn't it? In Japan. Yep. Yeah. So, that's finally coming over. Um, Crossfire X, which I guess Crossfire is a really popular game in China, like an online MMO. Uh, but Crossfire X is coming to Xbox first in 2020. Uh, there was just a no gameplay, just a, a trailer for that, all CG. Um, Tales of Arise is coming in 2020. It's the next uh, game from. The Bandai Namco team that makes the Tales of Games um, got another Borderlands 3 trailer. Um, Elden Ring is uh, the new uh, game from the Dark Souls people, and George R. R. Martin from Game of Thrones is helping write the story for this. So that they're kind of including together. Uh, that leaked out right. the, the night before, though. So that I mean, not not the trailer, but it was on the show there. Just some CG trailers, uh, CG trailer, but there was no like some stuff came out later. It's, it's an open world RPG, uh, basically, but Souls. Um, they announced that Project X Cloud, which is going to be like a thing where you can stream uh, your Xbox games anywhere, is coming out this October. Um, Project Scarlet, which is the name of the next console, uh, they got a little thing for that. We're talking about all the teraflops, like we always like, like Xbox likes to do when they release oh, yeah. something new. Um, <laughs> that is coming in holiday 2020, and then they announced that Halo Infinite. We got a little CG trailer for that as well. Halo Infinite is launching with Scarlet next holiday season. Um, so that was everything that was shown off in the trailer. It was about an hour, a little over an hour and a half, I want to say. Um, yeah. So, Gables, what was your uh, overall thoughts on the trailer or the uh, press conference, good or bad? <clears throat> For the entirety of the Microsoft press conference, I felt that there were uh, plenty of things that were kind of lacking in some retrospect. Well, first and foremost, I felt that there were moments inside that conference that was very fun just to watch. Especially when you went through like CD Projekt Red's like uh, game Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and all of a sudden it's like you go through this imp- this uh, sort of uh, dark edge sort of like uh, scenery, right? You're talking to this mob boss and stuff like that. All of a sudden it's like your character is like getting to this predicament, 
and all of a sudden, like, uh, you have some dude or something just, come on, man, come on, we gotta rise up and stuff, and all of a sudden you just look up and you see freaking Keanu Reeves. Man, when that moment struck, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the actual fuck? I was watching Giant Bomb stream and participating in a lot of their chat for yesterday, and it was hilarious, just like on Twitch, just watching that happen just in real time and stuff, I'm like... Everyone just everyone just started losing their shit. Even like a lot of the panelists and stuff, a lot of the journalists are like, "What? <laughs> okay." And all it just was even more magical when all of a sudden you just pop on the freaking Microsoft stage. You see Keanu Reeves just like pop out and stuff, and everybody's just losing their shit. And all of a sudden it's like, it's like he's trying to talk about the freaking game or something like that. It's like. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's like and just one person in the crowd goes like, "Oh man, you're breathtaking!" It's like, "No, you're breathtaking." <laughs> <laughs> which, which fun, fun fact, fact? Oh yeah, you're, you're okay. You're gonna yeah. say it too. Yeah, yeah. Which fun fact? After the guy who said that to Keanu Reeves is actually to get Cyberpunk for free. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's actually like a, that's a, a YouTuber as well. Like that's getting that. So. Oh, here you go. <laughs> that was a that was probably the best part of that press conference for me because that was organic that was out of nowhere and it was an actual legitimate surprise that i was happy with yeah and quite honestly it kind of makes me want to play cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> not just for that i mean i mean that was just the icing on the cake for it but uh let's see there were, there were other types of moments where i felt that was uh definitely a good positive and stuff I did like initially like how the Battletoad stuff was shown off in the trailer. It looks sort of like an average beat 'em up at best though. It definitely I definitely had some bit of questions of the quality of it because of it's being from this current I think it's being made by Rare still, the studio and development. I think you're right. But yeah. uh <clears throat> at the same point, I look at the three player co op and everything else and stuff, it just kinda looks like a generic beat 'em up to me. I just kinda felt indifferent. And I know a lot of the other people that were, like, inside the chat, in Giant Bomb's chat for Twitch, it was just like, okay, next, blah, 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 and so on and so forth. You know, just, like, a bunch of, uh... There was just, like, a lot of negativity that kind of surround things and some bits of the announcements and here and there and stuff. I'll tell you what, I, that just did make sense. They go forth with the whole Forza announcement stuff, and all of a sudden you just see... Just all of a sudden these random Legos. And I, I'm just looking at myself, I'm just thinking to myself, while watching this, like, this is really fucking out of place. I mean, this is really out of place. You have this hyper-realistic racer, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you have these freaking Legos. Probably the most, like, the exact opposite. <laughs> and it looks so super weird that you have a hyper-realistic Lego car just going down the road <laughs> with these Lego people. And what's most hilarious is, like, on the stage they have a freaking car that works entirely made out of Legos. <laughs> on the Microsoft stage. Gosh, that freaking conference had a little bit of everything in regards to classic Microsoft like announcements and stuff. You have celebrity endorsements, you have these like crazy nonchalant like vehicles and like other stuff. But uh oh, let's see. But yeah, other than those like little bits of the moments though, there were just a lot of questions I kind of had and stuff. Well, the questions in regards to like how they were the revealed like Gears of War 5 that trailer, which kind of, it was kind of freaky in and of itself, like the whole multiple personality things, which I know I never really beat, like, Gears of War 4. I mean, I have the game, I could download it on my PC and probably play it if I want, 
but uh, it sort of gave me kind of a little bit of hints of uh, that one pay-per-view back in the WWF hat back in the day. It was the whole, you remember that poster back in the day, Tyler, where it's like for this the Judgment Day, I think it was either 98 or 99, and it's freaking Steve Austin, he's like three heads of him and stuff, and it was just oh, kind of yeah. weird looking. Yep. It definitely gave me vibes of that, and that, <laughs> it was so freaking out of place. It's like, this is how you introduce your new Gears game that's supposed to be releasing September of this year. But uh, I think they show little bits of gameplay of it. I'm not sure, because I had to step out of the bathroom at that point. But uh, honestly, between Gears and then like a little bit of Halo Infinite and stuff um, that they show towards the end of the that presser and stuff, which is right now is confirmed to be a... Uh, like a Project Scarlet like uh, exclusive like launch game apparently, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I really wasn't like too impressed with this conference overall. There were too many, there was too many like third party stuff that was kind of overshadowing certain things. Of course, it didn't help as well that there were some things that were spoiled before, like a couple of days before the conference even came out. Especially the things with a George R. R. like the R. R. Martin stuff like that and like and yeah, you know, like the whole freaking rings of a thing, which it looked alright and stuff, but there was so much trailers in this type of uh situation where there were some bits of excitement I felt, but honestly, it was just a lot of trailers, too few gameplay, and from the stuff that was supposedly exclusive for like Xbox and stuff, I really wasn't too excited for it. But uh, what was most disappointing, I kind of felt, was when they were talking about, like, the Project Scarlet, their next console, and they gave that initial release thing of, like, Holiday 2020, there was nothing in regards to, say, the actual possible look of the console. It seemed like it's still, like, in early, almost like in, like, early stages of, like, development still. Yeah, well, personally, I think probably most was put in place, but I bet that, um, I mean, we didn't see the next box one until two weeks before E3 in 2013. We didn't see the PS4 yeah. until February of 2013. So I bet, yeah, I bet, I bet, they probably have a good idea what's going to look like and what's going to go in it. But I think it's, uh, that's going to be something they're going to save until we get closer to E3 next year for both, right. for both of them, PS5 and the new Xbox. I definitely felt that the other good, the other good thing that I was referencing before about this press conference was the, unification of xbox live and the game pass and then all of a sudden having the game pass ultimate like stacked on top of those couple things if you had already for like one dollar yeah you know that was definitely a step in the right direction that was like a kind of a hit out of the park in baseball lingo and stuff when it comes to this type of like (laughs) this type of a deal because now you got access to playing xbox games on your pc through like with game pass on top of other games that you pretty much probably would have already played on Steam or whatever, but uh, that's just me kind of ranting a bit. But overall, my imp- my overall thoughts of the Microsoft press conference is it was a step back from last year. Okay. <laughs> it definitely was kind of like a little bit like... It felt like they were hitting upon a lot of checkpoints that they were trying to initially go for like specific people that uh, have been asking for things for a while. Like, for example... It was definitely very surprising to see Fantasy Star Online 2, like, all of a sudden just be announced exclusive thing for, like, uh, the Xbox One. And that's all well and dandy and stuff. But at the same point, this is a game that's, like, freaking eight years old. 
that's now coming on to this system. That's and on top of replaced. that, it's going to be replaced. <laughs> it's definitely going to be replaced and stuff like that, the console and stuff. So it's like, <sighs> okay, they got that. They got like Tales of Arise that they announced and stuff. That's that's nice though. But if that thing's already on PS4, nobody's not even going to head and touch that system. <laughs> for uh, a Japanese RPG. I mean, traditionally, people don't play Japanese RPGs on Xbox consoles. Nope. But uh, if I had to give it a grade, I'd give it a C. So like a 7 out of 10, you think? Yeah, okay. I'd round the 7 out of 10. Okay. We, we can do we can do half points. If you, if you want to go some point, five, you can. Not pushing, just letting you know. I think it's like a solid 7. Okay. That's what I would think. Okay. Um... All right. Well, so I'm just going to run through everything here for, for myself. Like, Out of Wilds, I think looks really cool, but I'm not like – Fallout 4 kind of like – like just kind of made me dislike those kind of games for like those like that Fallout-style game. Um, yeah. So, like, look at this. It looks it looks a lot better. Like, the shooting and all the mechanics look a lot better. Um, it's going to be on Game Pass, which I, I have now uh, for the right. next year almost. So, it's definitely a game I'm going to check out. Um I will say I love what they did with the Game Pass. Like they, they like Metro Exodus is on there now, which sucks because yes. I bought that game at launch and I still have yet to play it. <laughs> and, now, <laughs> and now it's on Game yeah, Pass. You can Game play Pass. for free. I could have played for free this whole time. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, I love what they're doing with Game Pass. I want to point that out right, right away. Like the ultimate stuff is great. Like I just got basically additional three or four months for basically free. Um, so I definitely want to check. I'm going to definitely check out Outer Wilds now because of Game Pass. This is a game I don't think. Like I said, like Fallout Four burned me on it. This looks like the mechanics look way better. Like it looks like it has a Fallout style, but if, if it runs better and if it um, if it plays better and doesn't have the, the bullshit loop of the what killed me on Fallout really more than anything was actually the loop of picking up all the junk, running out of like being incumbent because you have too much shit. So you have all the you, know, you can't carry any more shit. Go spend 15 minutes going back somewhere, selling the shit, fast travel back to where you were. It just that whole loop just killed me. Um, so if they if they can get rid of that and it's like all the good parts of Fallout minus the, lo- the uh, minus the incumbent shit and the loading screens, I'll be in. Um, and better shooting. Um, Ninja Theory, the new game Bleeding Edge really upset me. Uh, I love Ninja Theory's games. Enslaved was yeah. incredible. Hellblade is one of the best games of this generation to me. Um, it was I think my, my fourth favorite game in the greatest year of uh, greatest year of gaming uh, of two thousand and that was two thousand seventeen. Uh, yeah. I love that game, uh, Hell, Hellblade, um, and Enslaved was uh, just one of the best like um, cult classics. One, one of the, probably the most underrated game, one of the most underrated games of the last generation. Um, and to see they're doing a four v four style, char- you know, character driven fighting uh, shooting game, third person shooter. Um, that looks more of a kind of like an Overwatch yeah, clone or a Battleborn sort yeah. of esque inspired sort of game. It's like there's a million of these. We see these all the time. It's just like, oh, God damn it, guys. Okay. Like, hey, I, I mean, I'm not going to knock them and do something different. I'm sure because they like third part, third third person action adventure games, like with great narratives. Like maybe they're, maybe they're just kind of tired of them because that's basically all they made. Like it shows every yeah. game they've ever made. And I'm like, I love all of those games. Like all those games are great. And, um, it just kind of sucks to see them like, hey, like if you're doing something different, hopefully it works out great. But this is, right. Um, I'm not blaming Microsoft for that or anything. I'm not trying to say that, but uh, I was a little bummed out to see that. Um, Ori and the Will of the Wisp looks absolutely stunning. This is Agreed. if this is a game. If I was if I was a better gamer, 
I would this would be one of the best games of all time to me. I love Ori in the uh, Ori in was it in the Blind Forest or Ori in the Yeah, Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah, like that game is fucking fantastic. I'm just terrible at that game. Like I was gonna break my fucking <laughs> controller and my TV and everything I own um, because of that game. But I love that game. It's just I suck at it. Um, but this game looks and it looks like we just like hey this game was great way more way better than we thought it was gonna be way more accessible than we thought it was gonna be here's more money <laughs> like it's just on a grander scale uh, it looks incredible um, it's on Game Pass so I'm gonna definitely try and check it out uh, but who knows how far I'll make it uh, Minecraft Dungeons I don't give a shit about so what's funny is we were, I was talking about, we were talking on top of the show about the Star Wars Fallen Order uh, stuff we got at um, EA's thing I'm like ah eh, this looks alright I was more engrossed in the three minute trailer we got at Microsoft than I was with the 15 minute gameplay we got shown at EA's. I don't know why, but I just it's it stuck with me a little more than what the what we got from EA. Uh, Blair Witch. Yeah, it was definitely oh, it was definitely like presented in a way that was like uh, felt better than what EA had presented it as. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Blair Witch looks awesome. Um, one of my favorite games. They uh, one of the games I, after the show was over. I was like that. What games I'm more excited about? Uh, it comes out August 30th. Uh, I don't. I think that's on Game Pass as well. I'm not sure, uh, but that's a game I definitely want to check out. I want to see more from first, well, but it looks really. Well, cool. Well, here's a funny story about the whole Blair Witch and Veil. So basically, while I was in the chat for Giant Bomb and stuff, we're just like going for watch the footage. It's like at first I was thinking, oh, oh, what is this? The new Outlast or something like that? And then it's like I just see little bits like the driving. Said no, they don't have cinematics like that. It looks more like an Alan Wake. Then all of a sudden, I just we just started joking. It's like oh. Oh, hey, look at this. It's, what is this, Blair Witch? And all of a sudden, it just pops up Blair Witch. It's like, oh my god, it is! And everyone just starts laughing at the chat. That's awesome. It was it was awesome. It was an awesome unveiling, yes, but it's like, it was just hilarious because it's Blair Witch. Yeah. yeah. Just something. Yeah, who knows? Who knew that in, 20, in 2019 we'd be excited for Blair Witch? Um, I... Nobody's gonna... Nobody in this generation will... Day and age is gonna recognize what the fuck. Yeah, that's probably, to them it's a new IP. <laughs> <laughs> to them it's a new IP. To us, it's like a fucking movie from 1999 that was yeah. just a campy as shit movie yeah. that was fake. That scared the shit <laughs> of me as a child. Um, exactly. Cyberpunk 2077. It's always been like that's always been a game I've been moderately excited for. Like I always respect CG Product Red's game. Like I, I played a shit ton of Witcher 2. I dabbled a little bit on Witcher on PC. Like when I tried to like really get into the Witcher's games. Um, and like they're really good games, I just burned out on them really, like because there's just so long, there's so much content there. Um, yep. I just burned out on them. Like I put like 40 hours in Witcher 2, and I like I looked up where I was, and I'm like I'm like a third of the way through this game. Like, so like it's not a bad. I, I didn't so I didn't even touch Witcher 3 for that reason. But like I've been, this game looks really cool. It looks more uh, kind of up my alley uh, than like the, than sorry, the sorry, or the Witcher style games. Um, but it went from, like, I was moderately excited about this game to, like, now I'm, like, freaking out. As a fan of Keanu Reeves lately with the last few years because of John Wick, like, I'm all I'm fanboying up right now because of uh, him being insane. <laughs> if he's just John Wick, and, like, the name, of, the name of his character in this game is Jonathan or Johnny Silverblade, which, fuck yeah, man. All right. That is a fucking That's awesome a great name. name. That's this. a great name. So, <laughs> Johnny Silverblade. Yeah. So, and he was just great. He was, he, uh, Keanu was great. Still, I, um, can my game of E3 be Keanu Reeves? Because <laughs> that's what a fan <laughs> I was can do. Because that was just basically the freaking whole, like, E3 in a nutshell. It's just Keanu Reeves just coming out and just presenting this. Here's this. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, you're breathtaking. Yeah, he was great. I love him. Uh, 
Then the, uh, there was like a, a big lull in the middle here uh, of the press conference. And really the rest of the – it just didn't – like I, my biggest complaint with this press conference, there's a lot of great stuff in here, but it, it felt very front-loaded. Like we had Outer Wilds, then they had the Ninja Theory, Ori, uh, Star Wars, Blair Witch, Cyberpunk, and then mm-hmm. they just never really came back after that, I felt like. There was some good stuff in, in between there, but it, it just never fully came back. Like for me, like 12 minutes looks really cool. Like that's a game I'm really – like the one I was talking about with the, like you're in a loop over and over again with your wife dying. Uh, that game looks really interesting. I want to check it out. Way of the Woods, the, the game with the deers. Um, that's like a Tyler game for sure. Gears 5, which going into it was a game I'm, I was most anticipating for this press conference. Like the things we right. knew. Right. I, kind of I was kind of waiting for like Gears 5 and see what it was too, you know? Yeah. And they come out and like this game, this is your biggest game of the year. Like this is the biggest game. Maybe Outer Wilds is, is a 1A or 2. Uh, but this is like your biggest game you're, you're releasing this year. It's fucking Gears. And you come out, and it's 10, 15 minutes, and they didn't show a second of gameplay. They, they showed a teaser trailer for uh, a game mode. They did this weird, like, camera thing when they went under the stage. And it's like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. But they didn't show shit. And, like, this game's coming out in less than three months. And I know. They said they're going to show more this summer. That's cool. But this is E3. This is your time to show that fucking game off. This is Gears. This is bigger than gaming. Like, this is, like, like all everything else they've shown is stuff that's going to, maybe outside of Cyberpunk, is, like, that's cool for gamers. Gears, kind of, you know, it's it's it's, it's up there with Halo and Call of Duty and shit. Like, people uh, of, you know, more uh, non-hardcore gamers, that sticks out to them. Like, Gears of War sticks out to them. Like, that's a no, that's a yep. big brand. And this is what you showed. Like, we, you showed more last year when they revealed the game with gameplay. That's very than you showed true. This year, uh, <laughs> which is nuts to me. Um, the Terminator thing in Gears is just weird. Um, Gears pop. I don't fucking care. Like, Elden Ring. It's just a mobile game. <laughs> yeah, like Elden Ring would be cool to me if it wasn't Dark Souls because I love, like, I love Game of Thrones. Um, I just, I respect Dark Souls as a game. Um, but... It's just not my bag. Um, Project X Cloud sounds really cool, and it's it's kind of cool that they're like it's not cool, but it's interesting that they're undercutting. Like Google Stadia is coming in November, Project X Cloud is coming in October, um, right? And um, but it was weird. Like this was their time to like sell it, and they, they spent like two minutes on it, and they didn't really like I explain know, it right? very well what it is. Like, hey, your Xbox now becomes a server. Well, what the fuck does that mean? Like, is this like am I playing? Is this like remote play like on PS4 or onto my Vita? Like, and I can remote play in my, like, do I have to use an Xbox One to play these games on my phone or play them on my laptop, play them anywhere? Can I, do I need to be access to my console? Am I just logging into an account and playing it anywhere I want to? It wasn't to? really specific, was it? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think they, like, the way they just kind of sold it and talked about it, it I think it, it I, I think it's more like what we think it's going to be, where you can play it anywhere. But the way they kind of made it sound, it, it, it was very confusing. Um, then with Project Scarlet, like, announcing that, hey, it's coming out next holiday. Uh, it's weird that I, everybody knows it's coming. Uh, they've talked about Project Scarlet before and XCloud, um, but uh, it, it's, it's a year and a half away. Uh, Halo Infinite, like we, we we didn't get really much out of it. We got a CG trailer for a couple minutes. Um, yep. So I don't know. I, I felt coming away from this like this was like it, maybe it's not it's not fair to them. Maybe I don't know because it was Sony falling out. Everybody's like looking at Microsoft now. Like you have to like kill E3. And every year for the last few years, like they've done some cool shit. Like we talk about, they've been the most consumer friendly of the three right. of the three uh, console makers uh, the last few years. Um, but every year we go into them, like this is the year they're going to take over. This is the year they're going to. And they do like small incremental things that look really cool. They have they bought a bunch of new 
companies to help them make first party games. What you're doing, they're showing them off now. And a few of them are probably going to be a couple or a few years out. Like some of these games, like Hellblade, just came out in 2017. Like, so that game's uh, the Ninja Theory game is probably a couple years off uh, or a year or so off. Like there's, they bought like 14 studios in the last year. So some of these games are probably a couple years out. Um, so maybe in 2020, 2021, they're going to come out and just fucking destroy. But this was the year like where they could have got all the third party, like everybody like third party that was left out. This is the year they could have came in and just like destroyed everything. And I felt right. like they showed us some cool stuff, like like Fan Star Online Two, like come out in spring twenty twenty, exclusive to Xbox. Like they had some interesting stuff, but like nothing blew you away. Um, I saw Cyberpunk, which is like, coming at everything. Uh, that that was the one thing that like blew everybody away with John. And that was just because counter reason more than anything. Um, and there was there's nothing exclusive coming to Xbox for that. Um, I was just kind of bummed coming out of that. Like, it was still a really good press conference. I'm not, I don't want to say that. I think it was there was too much hype around it. We were too much hyped up. Maybe it's our own faults for doing it. Um, but I felt coming out of it, it's like this was their year. This was a layup, like for them. Like they th- this they had E3 in the palm of their hands, and they didn't deliver um, for me. There was just um, a lot of like, hey, there's some cool stuff coming, but there wasn't like details and shit. There wasn't gameplay and stuff. There wasn't release dates. There was just like, here's some cool stuff coming in 2020, or here's some teasers for this game. Um, just, yeah, nothing, like I said, nothing, uh, blew us away besides cyberpunk. Um, yeah, that's felt like more like a prelude or something to next year. That's what it kind of felt like. Yeah. And it's, yeah, and that, but that's what every E3 for Microsoft has felt like. It's like, here's stuff coming in the next year. Here's stuff coming in the next year. And well, yeah, that's, that's just the thing though. It's like ever since like, uh, Sony has taken control of this console generation, it kind of feels like Microsoft is just doing like a prelude, like every single like E3 is like, this is what we're going to have next year. And then next year, and all of a sudden they unveil something that's kind of something interesting, but, uh, they say a little about it until like the very next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just like, they're, they're, they're doing their, all the right things. And maybe they're, they're playing the long term. Um, I still think, I still think that in a couple of years they could, um, be on par with Sony. Sony has been killing it because of the first party games. Um, yep. And like Microsoft's killing everything else. Like they're the most consumer friendly Xbox game pass is awesome. The ultimate thing is incredible. Um, all these great games, like potentially great games, like gears is a game. I'm going to pay 60 bucks for, I'm going to get that for on, on for four days early for, to me, like I, yeah, I paid, I paid 60 bucks six months ago for this thing. And I'm basically getting it for, 15 months for $60. This thing I should service. I should be paying 150 bucks for or 300 bucks yep. for. And so to me, I'm like, I'm looking at this, I'm getting this game for free, you know, in a, in a, in a weird sort of way. Um, like that's cool. But like, where's the gameplay? Like sell this game to me. Like, even though I know I'm buying it, but like, what the fuck? Like this should have been your big thing. You show off at E3 this year. Years five should have been the focus of like all these games. Like that should be your focus. And you probably spent, I probably spent more time on that game than anything else. And they showed zilch on it. So, I don't know, like, I know we're, I'm, I'm probably being harsh on it. It was a good press conference. It's still the best one, I think, of E3 so far. Um, but I, I, the hype killed it. With Sony falling out, it was probably the worst thing that maybe, maybe happened to them. Because everybody just, like, this is, it's your, it's all or nothing for you guys. Like, you guys got to deliver. And they Yeah, I kind of felt like people wouldn't have been so impactful upon this uh, press conference in general if Sony had actually been there in terms of like their conference because they normally would be coming and doing their conference right around now yeah you know screenings <laughs> just finished up a little bit ago as a recording i, I caught the first hour gables and time to watch it but um yeah like this is like they would be going right now um but uh yeah i mean you know, it's like last year like and they, they keep every year they, they they talk about oh we have 60 plus games we have 70 plus games to show off and every year it's like 
it's like, oh, cool, it was awesome. But none stood out. Like, you showed the most, but none stood out. Last year, Sony showed off six games. Six yep. games. Four of them they focused on for like an hour. Resident Evil 2 was announced, and they talked about a Rick and Morty VR game. That's it. Yep. A Rick and Morty VR game at that. And that was all they showed off, the entire press conference. And to me, they were, and to me and to a lot of other people, they were they were probably the one or two best press conferences of the show. Like, right. It's, it's, it, was a, it was a quantity over quality. or a, For Microsoft, it's quantity over quality sometimes. Uh, like they always talk about the, they talk about how many games they have to show off. Not, but I would rather them show off thirty games in an hour and a half than sixty games and focus on those games than, or even twenty games or whatever. Like it, it's just, it, I don't know. It's it just it's frustrating. I can't put the words that I'm thinking. Like I know what I want to say, but I can't put the words together to say them. Um, or know what I'm thinking. I just can't put the words together. Um, but yeah, that's um, oh, I would give it a seven point five out of ten. It wasn't terrible. It, it, like on paper, it's really good if you look at what they showed off. Um, it's just, yeah, it was it was it just the hype. I think killed it. And maybe we did it to ourselves. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that will do for our Microsoft coverage. Um, so check back with us in a little bit. Uh, we're gonna cover uh, the Bethesda conference um, next. Uh, so I'll be out here in a little bit, or uh, probably another hour or so. I'm gonna try to split them up over a couple hour breaks um, for everybody. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys for listening. I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables, so until next time, happy E3, everyone, and make sure you listen to some fun-filled episodes of us, the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Bye, guys. See ya.